mamas. I'm so glad to be talking to you today from the Busy Vibrant Mom podcast. I am just so excited to meet with you. Thank you for taking this time. I know as busy moms, you're probably doing laundry, driving in the car, washing dishes, wiping runny noses, and taking care of a hundred other things as you listen to this. So I just want to say thank you. Thanks so much for listening. And if you have time, please leave a review. It would just make my day. And I would love to just connect with you. If you want to join our Facebook group, it's super fun. I'm going to be posting lots of fun tidbits and tricks and fun free stuff in our group. So come find me on Facebook. It's the Busy Vibrant Mom Facebook group. And it's just a community where we want to love on each other and just encourage one another. So come on over and have some fun. With that being said... Today, we are going to talk about how to cultivate caring. Do your kids care for the people around them? This is so tough as having little kids. It is difficult to help them see the not only joy, but also just the importance of caring for those around them. They are so (laughs) selfish little tiny beings, right? But they are wonderful and amazing. So today, just in talking about cultivating and caring, think of it as circles. So the very first circle would be cultivating and caring for yourself. Little self-care, making sure you are good to go. Once you finish that smaller circle, the next circle would be your immediate world, your family, your kiddos, the people you are with every day. So that is the next kind of little circle around it. The next bigger circle around that would be school and friends and family, church, neighborhood, social groups, other groups that you are interacting where you are connecting with people. And the next circle around that whole area would be the wider world as a whole. What are you doing to show empathy and compassion And to teach your kids to show empathy and compassion on that wider circle of the whole world. Crazy, right? So it all starts with yourself and doing self-care for yourself, making sure that you are in a good place and in a spot where you can teach others. Empathy is the ability to enter into another person's emotions and to put yourself in their shoes, to really feel how they are doing and where they are at the moment. It's important because it gives us compassion for those around us and connects us on a deeper level. It shares small acts of kindness, whether that be to yourself, whether that be to your kids or the society that you're in, the communities, or the world as a whole. It's sharing those small acts of kindness. The times when it's, I think, most hard is not only sharing it with ourselves and being kind to ourselves and showing self-care, but also with our family. I think it's hard enough to uh, just take care of our little ones, and sometimes it can be the most frustrating showing empathy with our spouse and our kids can just be overwhelming sometimes at times. I know I find myself constantly raising my voice, trying to corral them with my actions and with my voice, oftentimes not being very empathetic and racing them from one place to another. 
So I know for myself, I definitely need to work on that one, right? It's so hard to teach empathy to our kids, but so worth it. I keep reminding myself from time to time when our kids were little, I worked really hard to build up that empathy muscle. I would come down to their level and stare at them and ask them, how do you feel? What's happening right now? How can I help you? That must be really hard. I'm so sorry your finger hurts. That must really hurt. I'm sorry. I hope you feel better. I hope that your hand or your finger or your head or your toe or your stomach somehow feels better. I know that can hurt a lot. Oftentimes it was a very shallow and forced empathy that I got back from my kids. Kind of like the one you have when somebody makes you say, I'm sorry, and you really aren't sorry when one child hits another child because they're mad and you make them apologize. And then the other child says, I'm sorry. But in in that sense, we all know they're not really sorry. It's slowly teaching them to use that empathy muscle to show them that really hurt this other person that you just hit. What do you think they're feeling? How are they feeling with this? And to empathize, what would that feel like if you got hit? Would you be happy? Really to connect and try to put it on their level. I found that it was so necessary just to get on their level and give them my attention, to connect with my eyes and to ask them questions. And sometimes it just helped, sometimes it didn't. But it was almost like just making spaghetti and throwing it up against a wall. You're just hoping something will stick, especially when they're younger. Even now, I'm just hoping that my words and my actions of showing them love and showing them compassion and empathy, that they will slowly build that muscle of empathy. It's so hard to force that, but it's so well worth it because I am noticing that they are more empathetic with their siblings now as they've gotten a little older. They do actually feel and are connected with how it might have hurt one another. It's just so important that I can help them connect with that, help them put themselves in somebody else's shoes and just connect with their mindset and how they are doing. I have to admit that I'm still struggling to work on being empathetic with my husband, Stephen. It comes so much more naturally with my kids. It's easy to help them, maybe because their problems are so easy, like they hurt their finger or they hit or kicked one another or they took something away or somebody is getting annoyed by somebody else. But I do have to say I'm really learning on about being empathetic to my husband and what he needs to get done where he is, putting myself in his shoes, what he needs, and oftentimes just being a good listener, not trying to provide a solution, but just to listen and be a listening ear of how he's doing and how his work is going and so forth. One of my friends just recently in our Bible study shared the analogy of waiting and the word wait can be broken out to, why am I talking? (laughs) So I have found that very helpful that oftentimes in my head, while somebody else is talking, it could be my spouse or my kids, I'm thinking, just wait, 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 and be patient 
and listen. And then as I repeat that word to myself, I'm thinking, why am I talking? Why do I need to talk at this moment? I should wait and find my tongue and just listen and listen to my heart and see where God leads me to what helpful, encouraging response I can give instead of just opening my mouth and starting to talk. The third ring we're going to talk about with empathy. So you've gotten your self-care with yourself. You showed empathy with your kids and your husband and your family around you. You're working on building that into their character. And your hope is that as they branch out to other groups and other social groups, communities of friends and church and sports and neighbors, that they would be learning to use the muscle of empathy and that it would be like a ripple effect, that it would touch one person and then another and then another. It happens in you and giving yourself some grace. It just spreads joy and grace to one another. Giving our children empathy and grace then teaches them to use empathy and grace with each other. And that bleeds out to school and friends and neighbors and teachers. It sets new acts of kindness in motion. Now, this isn't to say this happens all the time. This isn't to say it even happens half the time. It's just something that you are working on cultivating in your kiddos. This is a long-term process and you may not see the results of it right away. They may not suddenly love their friends and be sympathetic to the boy that took their ball on the playground. It is just a work in progress. You are building that muscle of empathy and you're flexing it and you're exercising it and you're stretching it. And one day it will be a stronger muscle that your children hopefully will use right away instead of at the end. But it just takes time to build that muscle. The fourth larger ring, larger circle to talk about would just be the whole world as a whole. Uh, We just love connecting with some of our favorite groups, our Compassion International, Operation Christmas Child, International Justice Mission, so many good communities and groups. City Team is a wonderful one that we have connected with through our church, through our society, through friends and family and people we know and grown to connect with people throughout the world. As the muscle of empathy keeps growing, we're trying to help our kids realize that often with some help, as I've mentioned, it doesn't just happen overnight, that there are people in our world that are hurting, people who need help, people who might be starving, people who don't have their physical needs met, like water and clothing and shelter, and they are just hurting. So it's really important for us to connect with our kiddos and to help them see that this is not all there is, that there is such a big world out there that is hurting and that needs them. So our goal would be to just grow in that space, grow that in in our children like a small seed, just to uh, encourage them that this is not all that we see, especially as Christians, to encourage them that God calls us to 
love one another and to care for the orphans and to care for the widows and to care for the people who are downtrodden and less fortunate, that he has given us the gifts that we have. He has given us the possessions and the wealth and the time and the energy and the money. He has given us those things and those resources to help others. So it's just such a huge puzzle piece in our kids' lives to help them see that they are not the center of the world and that what they see right now is not all there is. There is so much more out there that they can be helping with and that God has called them to help with. We just want them to start thinking about ways that they can help. Our church often promotes amazing ministries like the one in City Team that helps homeless people, Oakland, and they used to have a branch in San Jose where you can donate things, you can help out. They have just an incredible ministry for people on the streets. Another huge one that we just love is connecting with our Operation Christmas Child. So at Christmas time, usually before Christmas in the fall, you make up a box of toys and we take our kids to CVS and they can pick out toys for kids. Beforehand, you pick out if you want to send a box to a girl or a boy and what age group. And then they have a list of items that they recommend or items that are fun, hygiene items, clothing items like socks or underwear or hats, all kinds of stuff. And then maybe some fun items like a bouncy ball or a cute little dog or a doll or some kind of fun thing that this child would like. You mail off the boxes to Operation Christmas Child and they will pack, make sure the boxes are all good, put a track inside the boxes or something for the children that tells them about Jesus's love in the country that they are shipping the boxes to. Then they ship the boxes all over the world. And it's so incredible that you can actually track now where your box goes and what country and what group of people actually received your box. So it's so, so fun just to know that we have made an impact on a child around the world, that we have shown them God's love. So that is just one of our favorite ministries to connect with. I think it really helps our kids connect with other kids. They think about, this is something I would like. This is something I play with. This is something I use. And they want to share that and send it to another kid halfway around the world. So that's a huge one for us. We also love connecting with Compassion. We sponsor three kids as a family. My husband sponsors one, I sponsor one, and then as a family, we sponsor one of our Compassion kids. And it's involving writing letters and donating money and praying for them and just connecting with them to know that they are so loved and so appreciated, even in who knows where in a third world country, in the dumpy parts, in the worst streets, in poverty, that they are cared for. They are made by God and they are loved and somebody out there loves them and that they are important and they need to know and hear that message. So that is one of our other favorite ministries to connect with. Lastly, our one of our 
favorite, favorite ministries is International Justice Mission. And this one we love because we've personally been connected with it for so many years. My sister and Stephen's sister have both worked for International Justice Mission in D.C. and also in other states around the world. But they have worked as lawyers in for International Justice Mission. It's an incredible ministry that works within each country in the justice system within each country to help that country abide by its laws, to put people in jail who are doing awful things to others, to stop slavery, to stop sex trafficking, to stop land grabbing. So many amazing things. I just challenge you to go look it up. International Justice Mission. I just love the way that they connect with people and the way that they are working within the society that they are already in. Like if they're in Africa, they work within the African government of that section, training their jurisdiction, training their law enforcement, training the people who need to go take care of these ills in their society so that they can go and capture these people and that people who are hurting will know that justice is prevailing and justice will prevail. And working within those justice systems is just incredible. So I just challenge you to uh, go check it out. You won't be sad. It's just incredible the amount of work that they do and ministry to people around the world. Hey, mama. This episode is sponsored by my favorite product line, Whether you want to gain more energy, better sleep, be in control of your health, or lose five or even a hundred pounds, this inexpensive wellness program has proven results time and time again. My friend just lost about 70 pounds and another one of my friends lost about 80. You have access to a personal coach who walks with you, a connected, connected community, easy, no hassle meal prep and lots more help along the way. What more info? Shoot me a DM, Facebook message, email, or check out my website, The Busy Vibrant Mom. What are you waiting for? It's so much fun. It's time to invest in you. Lastly, just as a closing, I don't want this to be an overwhelming topic. Creating empathy is important. But what we do every day and how we model it to our kids daily is such an amazing gift. I'll just jump on my small soapbox right here. It's just little, but I'll jump on it. Just one moment to say, as moms, we oftentimes do not give ourselves enough grace. We as moms feel guilt that maybe we're not showing compassion enough. Maybe we're not showing our kids love enough. We're corralling them with our voice. We're not showing empathy. We're yelling. And so just give yourself some grace. Every mom has mom guilt. They play the comparison game and they have shame. We want to just take those out of the equation. We want to take them out so that we're not comparing ourselves to other moms. We're not comparing ourselves to other families and what they're doing and how they're serving. Each family situation is different. Each 
day is different. Each amount of stuff that you have on your plate as a mom, it's different. We do amazing work every day. Every day as moms, we are caring for our family tirelessly, whether that be working outside the home, wiping tears and dishing out band-aids, giving hugs and kisses, making dinner, running errands, keeping the house, or as I like to call it, the command center working, taking care of the laundry, the list goes on and on to what you accomplish in just your daily tasks. When it looks like you haven't even done anything throughout the day and you're exhausted, your time has gone into helping and loving these small humans just be what God needs them to be. You do incredible work every day. So please, please give yourself some grace and don't play the social media compare game or the mom shame game or the guilt. You are amazing at what you are doing right now with the gifts and the area that God has given you to minister. Give yourself some grace and try one of these new habits of empathy. Just one. Try being more empathetic to your kiddos, being at their same level. Look into one of these amazing groups that I mentioned about caring for people around the world. Do what works for you, though. Take a step back and take a deep breath. You are incredible and amazing. I just want to thank you for all that you do. Oftentimes, I think moms don't get enough thanks or appreciation. It's only that one day on Mother's Day that you may get a uh, little hug and some extra flowers. But I just want to let you know that you are loved and cared for. Your work here is so important to these kiddos. And I just want to say thank you for all you do. And I hope that you have an amazing, awesome, busy, vibrant day. Come join us on our Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom. Come hang out. I would love to connect and just provide you with helpful, fun tips and lots of fun free stuff and a community that just can love on you. So have a great rest of your day. If you like my mom's show, please leave a review, post a screenshot in your Instagram stories, and tag her. Pretty please. Hey, if today's episode was meaningful to you, please share this with others. Take a screenshot, tag me, and post it in your stories. Together we can change our day, spread joy, inspire others, and be a better version of ourselves. Until next time, keep laughing and smiling. Come join me on my Facebook group, The Busy Vibrant Mom.